0: hundred episodes ladies and gentlemen they said we'd never get there they said we'd never make it i don't know who they are i think it's just yeah Who said that the voices in my head said it i'd like to dedicate this is our hundredth episode thank you guys for listening in i'd like to big shout out to don bradman your average was 99.4 we got to 100 don so don i look forward to pissing on your grave and ladies and gentlemen if you That's the intro we want. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, if you're thinking this show, you're thinking, what is the highlight? Get to the very last joke said on this show. You will n- guarantee it's a new... Myth. And Jackie Lambie, if you're listening, you really ought to hear it too. Ryan, hit the music. Everybody with Comedy on Edge presents the Chacho, ladies and gentlemen. Episode one hundred has arrived. This is the episode where we do something that the great Don Bradman couldn't do. We get to a hundred. Well, he got to hundred many a times, but his average was ninety nine point four. So Don,
1: well, you know What not a listen- loser!
2: I know. Let's piss on his grave, eh? Hey? <laughs>
0: ninety
1: nine point nine four. But anyway,
2: what happens if we make it almost to the end?
1: Oh, wow. We're all doing doing
0: Leicester's favourite show. I know, I know. We get to to the anarchy in shoes once we get to the 100, ladies and gentlemen. So before we we start the show, I'm your host, Mark (laughs) Williamson. This is my 100th time in the chair. So thank you guys for tuning in. And if you're a new listener, this is is our 100th episode. We're going to look back on a few episodes, tell a few insider stories. And yes, I should throw to the gang... Our sound guy, and he's, we've had a few sound guys over the course of the 100, this one we, we like, we like, You keep inviting him back, he doesn't stuff up too too much, well I don't know, this episode hasn't aired yet, I'm really building him up, ladies and gentlemen, it's Ryan, Special Comments Crawford, how are you buddy?
3: I'm really good Mark, and, I, and consistency is the key, consistency it is, it is, is the key. It is, it is, and you're feeling yeah. good,
0: you're here for the 100? I am here for Did the 100. Do you ever hundred. think we'd get there?
3: I, you know what? I had a, I had an inkling, yeah. Particularly when we were at episode ninety nine, I was going to lock it in at that point.
0: <laughs> I did actually think of call, uh, pulling the pin at ninety nine. Well, I haven't. We haven't. We well, were, just,
3: just despite my prediction that we well, would to get to hundred. Just 100.
0: go like ninety nine, and then just go. You know what? Let's launch again episode one next week. Yeah, right. Or we, you know, we could label this one episode ninety nine point four or ninety nine point five, just to really rub salt into
3: or point
0: or. I'll, I like the fact that we started a feud with a dead Donald Bradman. That's a good one. Yeah,
3: yeah, cool. I mean you gotta kick him while they're down. That's that's my philosophy.
0: We will start with Bradman and we'll work our way up. By by episode three hundred, maybe we'll you know, be having a go at Alan Border. Yeah, I yeah. Think that's yeah. the goal we'll aim for Alan Border. So
3: like if we're doing no, weekly you reckon,
0: you reckon Alan Boyd's going to be dead In like two years No, no I think he'll still be living <laughs> But I think he'll be a little Like what is about 50 now So in a couple of years He might be about In his mid 50s Yeah And you know Then we can work our way down And by the time we've hit episode 500 We'll start hitting the current cricketers You know Yeah With their Twitters And their Facebooks And all that Michael Clarkson and so on Yeah Well I don't think he'll be current in a, I think he's only got a few more seasons Yeah no Although I like that we've gone back into um we're, we're Cricket territory I know We're getting back into your Favorite topic. Yeah, um? God,
3: we were talking about cricket it's like non stop for about five episodes straight. It drove me fucking nuts. It was hey, like, we
0: got to follow, all of us got followed on Twitter by the great man, and we, at the end of this, I'll be announcing a Kickstarter campaign so we can go on into him, Colin Funky Miller. Yeah. He's keen to podcast, but we need to get the funds. He's based in Las Vegas, so <laughs> if there's any, <laughs> genit- any Skype well, that- Can we just That's send him. That's too technical. I want to uh, go to Vegas.
3: Can we send him five bucks and he can just gamble and like raise the funds for airlines that um, way? Also, well, be- I
0: should. Well, let, let, well, hang on. <laughs> The mention of Colin Funky Miller's brought him to his feet, ladies and he's gentlemen. He's literally on the edge he of his is seat. He's on the edge of his seat, ladies and gentlemen. Long-term listeners will know him as the man who ge- the, who genuinely stuffs up the sound. He's a man that normally, he's king of the introducing himself before he's been intro Ladies and gentlemen, he's everyone's favourite lawyer. Well, that is if
1: you're opposing him, not, not being represented by him. Lester Diamond, welcome, buddy. Welcome to myself, yeah, but yeah. Um, Colin Miller, big fan, but you realise I can't go to Las Vegas, I'm banned from Vegas, you know that. You're banned from Vegas? Really? Self-imposed C- or? Counting cards? Well, you know.
3: Oh, the hooker murders.
1: <laughs> How do you get back? I know, I know you've, we've dealt in the
0: past, you've had your issues with the with the gambling. Are you actually not allowed to go to Vegas or?
1: I'm on the undesirable person's list. Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: How did, you, how did you manage that? Wow, they got my letters.
1: Just turned up to talk to a few people, and yeah. you just let your personality do the talking. The point is, I can't go to Vegas. He's going to have to come here. Well, what about? Is, are you
0: allowed in the state of Nevada? Or... Oh, definitely, definitely. Oh, in that case, we'll go to Reno. <laughs> <laughs> Colin Funky Miller, if you're listening, I reckon he is um, Reno. In about, we're going to start a Kickstarter. We want a podcast. Actually, I like. I was thinking about this the other day. Like someone and. Uh, before I, and ladies and gentlemen, returning guest for episode 99, Carlos Sanji here. Welcome, welcome.
2: Hello. You just, thank you for coming in for the 100th, buddy. Oh, look, uh, you know, I was very excited about the 99th. It's a bit of a letdown, but, you know. So <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, To yeah, be yeah. honest. Well, <laughs>
0: we, we, we're hoping to get better once you get yeah. one. We're hoping that we're, once we get forget Because, you know, like. I was in- hoping for better hosts. I mean, so. <laughs> <You> talk- oh! <laughs> oh, I just thought
2: oh! it was best to put the cards on the table so we <laughs> can advance Look at, look at this- <laughs> I thought up at 99, they so I'd be getting calls from... You I didn't know, realize you know. booked
1: Don Rickles for the 100th. <laughs> go, let,
3: me, let, me, let, me, let me just say right off the top card, I like your style. <laughs> That's excellent work. I
2: I, I believe in honesty. Yeah,
3: (laughs) Conan O'Brien,
0: little niche comedian. See how you go. See how you go at the end of this. Yeah. Okay. So
2: not coming back for one hundred and one. I'm
0: going one (laughs) hundred and one. And I think if Ryan, I might, I might slip Ryan a couple of dollars to edit you out of a ninety-nine. It's just going to be for those going back to listening
1: episode 99 (laughs) It'll be just. So what are you? And you. And you.
0: And then Hitler. If, <laughs> you know, nice.
1: judging by Mark's face with that comment <laughs> I think one's going to be alive, live one at the Gap <laughs> <laughs> can we get Jared Baden Clay out on uh, bail too
0: he's oh. to be our special guest there you go I think so. we've gone from organising a Kickstarter <laughs> you to going into- it doesn't take much
3: you're thin skin <laughs> you're going deep and dark you, oh, you're God. calling on Baden Clay to come out of prison already
0: that's just oh yeah oh, anyway.
2: look, I, 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 Mark's always don't say anything controversial then he's yeah that's
0: right he's well, look,
2: the last one, I
0: you know, <laughs> I, I gave a shout out to Hitler, so was, <laughs> I set the bar high in terms of that. But I was thinking about this the other day. Like everyone's doing Kickstarter Impossible campaigns, like yeah, yeah, I want to do man, one. I think it was America wanted to make a potato salad, and he raised ten thousand dollars. That's a lot of potato
3: salad. Uh, yeah, it was what was the gimmick though? What he was... wanted to
0: make a potato. He'd never made potato salad before, he and he raised wanted ten some grand. Funds, and he said he's going to have like a street party now. But I was thinking, I'd like like we've with this podcast we've done internationally. I in, Nick Foran in L.A. and Scott Dooley in New York. Because I was thinking I'd like to go back to New York and have a chat to Scott Dooley, but I haven't got the money. Should we do a Kickstarter? We can get like go over to New. We can go to Reno and interview Colin Funky Miller, <laughs> and then we can go to New York and interview I All right, that'd be a fun Kickstarter.
3: I reckon the Colin Funky Miller Kickstarter would would have that. I, so I think that'd capture the public it definitely. Imagination. Would like yeah, 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 I think it
0: would. Too, but should we aim? for... Are you, we all got passports, Carlo, You're not invited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I. Uh, You'd be on some sort of watch list, buddy. Yeah, Let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be hard enough getting Leicester through. customs, for God's
1: sake, <laughs> <laughs> we haven't got enough funds yeah. to
0: do four. No, I'm not. <laughs> Don't <laughs> let me. Into
1: Carlo's middle um fucking subversive. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but like, have you? You guys got? Your, where's your? What's your passport situation?
3: Um, yes, I have. I have the uh, proper documentation, sir. I can. Uh, I can fly. You can yeah, fly. Got can papers.
1: Fly. Um, I've got a passport, but the photo's about forty kilos lighter, so I don't know if I can pass. <laughs> well, you'll, you'll be able to get back because we're going to America. We're gonna, <laughs>
0: we're gonna we're gonna have that. But I think that could be the kick. So, look, we want to go to Reno and interview Colin Funky Miller. How yeah. much? Now, what? I reckon what? How much is it going to cost each to go over there? Because you need the airfares are about what fifteen hundred.
3: Oh, I'm That's only going. Way. I'm only going business class. Oh,
0: think you, you want make... us to go? Oh, you want us? To... Oh, wow! He is trying to take over. <laughs> you want us to? Just... I'd I'd happily move to America, yeah. but I think we'd only be there for three months before they deport
2: us. Yeah, you would come back, and the podcast would be. I'd yeah. be running. It'd
0: just be Carlo and.
4: You just me probably... be like, no, like, Sarah Hanson Yeah Young, you and you Sarah would... Hanson Young
1: <laughs> well, You have to get a waterproof couch when she cries Carlo's there for, um, uh, for Occupy the MGM Grand yeah.
4: <laughs> Carlo's Cullo, confused,
0: confused being a guest on the podcast with Occupy a podcast
4: <laughs> yes. I don't think
0: mean, this yes. this is in my spare room ladies That's, yeah. That's
4: right Carlo he, for good. He, he's, actually,
3: he's actually just staged a city in this whole week since yeah. 1999 yeah.
4: Yeah.
0: He's been here a week and he it, feels at home because like my house I live in the inner city so naturally there's Bars on every window So it's quite It feels like home But I think that we could do The Colin Funky Miller Well boys you've been We've done a hundred episodes I've had a few staff over the I haven't sacked anyone But You know when we started out We started out with Producer Dave Keishan. And he got deported to Ireland Big shout out Dave Shout this, out to Dave Seriously if you're a fan Of this podcast And I assume you are Because you're listening to it This podcast wouldn't exist Without Dave And it probably wouldn't Have got popular If he hadn't have left So
1: <laughs> Big shout out Dave Thanks for doing the right thing Buddy He's um, yeah, the only guy with any computer knowledge out of all of us. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speak so for yourself, you clown. <laughs> yeah. No, he, he
0: wrote a really good
1: manual for, how,
0: for us how to edit and do upload the podcast. Well, did. Like Ryan, I remember you. The first episode you came in, it was pretty early. It was. Our highest rating episode to date yes. still, an episode that has crashed our website. Yeah. The guests were Justin Hamilton and Will Anderson. And Will Anderson, yeah. That's and right. you were there that day. That I was
3: there. That- two and a half hour record. Yeah, that was... I, I don't know. I think you were sort of like eyeing, eyeing, like trying to give me a little test to see if I was like slightly reliable. My job that day was to write down keywords on a
0: piece of paper and be quiet. <laughs> if I'll be honest, I didn't actually know you were coming that day. Like I knew like producer Carrie who was here, she was here. It was we knew we knew we actually that was a funny like that episode, I'd been talking to Will Anderson about being a guest on the show and Will's a very busy, busy guy. Like he lives in it between LA and that. So he's really hard to track down and he said, look, I've got some free time I'll do it. And I'd book I knew Justin Hamilton was in town. So we got Justin and Justin came and did the show, and he's like, do you mind if I bring a mate? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And he rocked up with Will. So that was all cool. We did yep. the show. And then I couldn't get... Producer Dave was working. Carrie didn't know how to do the sounds. Oh, she, at that stage, she didn't. So I called... I'd say he's friend of the show, but... His efforts... I think he's more saboteur of the show, Seizure Kaiser. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, ladies out to Seizure. The only
3: person who makes... Um, the only person who makes Lester's sound design
0: seem okay. Yeah. yeah, Lester, yeah. Lester, Lester, every time I think, why do I hire Lester? I remember Seizure and go, oh, that's why. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then... No, if you want to know what I mean, the episode with Brendan Burns and the episode with Will Anderson, Seizure's on sound. Now, the Will Anderson one, which Ryan... He, Seizure said... Oh, can I bring Ryan along? He's a mate. And I'm like, yeah, sure. I didn't really know you that well, and yep. if I'm honest, I think Seizure brought you along because you'd give him a lift. That I'd be that wouldn't be far. Off, you know,
3: actually, uh, it was actually Justin Hamilton who who told me it was on and told me to come along. And I spoke to Seizure about it in the meantime because oh, he was really? going to go to. Yeah, because I met. That was the first. I met Justin Hamilton the first time that week as well. Uh, done a gig at the same same night as him at Harold Park Hotel. And uh and you know, he's such a, like I was just talking to him about, you know, what do you think I should do with comedy? Da 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 and he was just like, Oh, you know, you should come to Friend in Hand on Thursday night and then so I, I did, I went along to that and um he introduced me to a few people and then um and then he said that night he said, Oh, I'm gonna be doing this podcast tomorrow. You you around and I was like, Yeah, all right, I am and all then right. and then he mentioned it was you. So I thought I should, and then that's when I, the next day I sort of spoke to Seager. I said, "Do you do you think that'll
0: be okay for me to come along to that?" And that's you know, that's how that all happened. Well, there you go. So Hamilton, there you go, Hamilton. Well, thank you, Justin Hamilton, because Ryan has been an asset to the team. You've you've, you've you edit. If you want to know, if you think, wow, that podcast was really good. The sound and the music didn't clash. That's Ryan. If the, <laughs> if the music comes up at one level and the sound's at another, that's a mark. Because I don't have the attention to it. I usually do it on a Sunday night. I put and it and if it doesn't down.
1: come up at all, it's a Lester. Yeah, that's a Lester. <laughs> that's
0: true. If there's, you know, there's Coke stains on the that's on, right. the, on yeah. the dial. If, so there if, you go,
3: interjected with the, with the the, the unmistakable Schweppes essence of of Lester on a Coke can, then, you know, yeah.
0: <laughs> there you go, and I, yeah, you did the key wording, and then I think you've been with us since then, on and off. Yeah, on and off from, since then, yeah, for off. sure. And then Lester Dime. how did we
1: get stuck with you, buddy? Well, I was coming in for like um, punchlines and um, haven't delivered one yet, but you know. <laughs> you
0: know, yeah, yeah. no, look, you, you are the references you bring to the show. <laughs> You haven't brought one from twenty first century. Your
3: encycl- <laughs> encyclopedic knowledge, you know Mikey Miller. Yeah.
0: If this show had to a nineties radio show, or even a late eighties, <laughs> you'd be the guy with the you'd be the you'd be the breakout star. You'd be the you'd be the you'd be the Uncle Joey. You'd be the Uncle Joey of this podcast. You'd be like you'd be nudge. the ones that everyone get. You know, thinks he's a cool guy. Oh, he's a comedian. He's all this. But as the nineties, you just realise, yeah, he's a creepy
1: uncle. It is the paper a nudge. Once I was this girl I used to work with. Him. About six years ago, she's really hot, and I was just—we were good friends. And I thought she must have really like me, and she. One day, she goes, "You know, who you remind me of Nudge." <laughs> uh, excellent. Could have been worse. Could have been Mr. Kelly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. So, yeah, you're the, you're the Uncle Joey of this group. You know, you, you didn't really get kick on much compared to the other two. <laughs> but you're, what was she? Do you remember your first? Because you've been here, you've been here a while, not as long as Ryan, but
1: I don't remember the last one we did even. But like, um. <laughs> There were some good ones. Uh, That's good to know. I've always had a good time, but um, who was Peter Meisel and Keysty Live was a memorable one. Yeah, the live show. We've done done
0: 100 shows. Three of them have been live, Um, two were at the fringe. Um, uh, You know, I thought was a really great guest Glenn Wool. Glenn, well, that's the one where that's the infamous Coke can episode. Was it? That was where you, he's, Glenn will he just taught in a story about how he's trying to give up alcohol, and then he was halfway through a story and you wipe <laughs> Coke can straight into the, yeah. straight into the microphone. That's like,
3: that's like an episode of The Simpsons when Homer's like trying to give up drinking, turns the light off, you this And Marsh goes, Did you just open a beer? And he goes, No, no, I was saying I
0: love you. <laughs> Lester time. And there, there's, there's one of long term listeners of the podcast will know Ryan's trademark Simpsons callbacks. Oh, there's, there's one for every, every occasion. What about what about some of the favorite episodes we've been on? But like for me, like I was looking, like I'm, I'm in a reminiscent mode. I've gone through. I listened to episode one the other day. We we, we started strong with that one. It was for those of you, if you want to go back and listen. Um, the last fifty are on iTunes. All the others are on ComedyOnEdge.com and Libsyn. So if you want to go back and some of these episodes you haven't heard and you want to go back and listen to some past ones, there's some of them hold up. The first one's pretty funny. It was Peter Mizell and Daniel Towns and Dom Romeo, who was a feature, He was the sound guy for that and. The episode was pretty much us hanging shit on Peter Muzell, so it was really <laughs> yeah, that was that was a fun one. Daniel. Actually, that's one of. Speaking of Daniel Towns, that was, he's, he's been back. Obviously, he's been. We've back. had him on. He's
3: been a, he's a three time guest. Yeah, and no, the last time he was on, I was that was one of the episodes. I was I was on with you guys, and that was actually a really fun one as well. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Who else did we have that day?
4: We had yeah, yeah. Yeah. Francis. Francis, how are you gonna
1: yeah, that was good. That was a good I was one. going to say, mostly only got one impression that's Daniel Towns, but he's got Francis as <laughs> well. Yeah, dude,
4: you know, just
0: trying to, you know, go. Francis Blair, ladies and gentlemen. He's got a fringe show coming up in September, October. Check it out. It's something zombie billionaires. It's pretty funny. I've got to tell you, the
3: standout, the standout of the episode for me was you got you got Daniel Towns on the couch, you got Francis sitting uh, to one side. The conversation starts out with con- about conspiracy theories, and if I had to bet ten bucks, which one of those would be more into conspiracy theories? It would have been probably Francis, but no, it was the other way around. Tansy yeah. was a hardcore conspiracy theorist. He was like Daniel Towns. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, he was. Uh, the, the way, you know, what the lead up to nine eleven, but also the JFK oh, thing. And,
4: yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah
0: we, we, yeah, we, 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 uh, we discussed JFK in pretty much a lot of detail. Um,
1: someone, say, someone say,
0: excruciating detail. <laughs> excruciating,
1: yeah. yeah, we didn't shoot
3: over
0: it, that's for
1: sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Shane wasn't here for that one because I spent six months trying to solve the JFK assassination in 2004. What? I night shift in the North Sydney.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is true, like, when you're in the office, you, Wikipedia is a blessing because if you get bored, you, do you ever play that game where you start looking up one thing on Wikipedia and you end up at, like, you always end up with a
1: serial killer? Yes, yeah, it's, it's, called, it's, called, it's called a weekday, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Lester Diamond, attorney at law.
0: That we would be just, just the best there ad to, for your life. It needs
3: to be, I reckon we should coin the term for that, for where you get online and you, you only use hyperlinks.
1: It's been like, coined. I don't know what it to is, get to, it exists.
3: I, I, oh, well, anyway, I think we should coin our own one. You, <laughs> stop raining on my parade, let's <laughs> <get>. So, so <laughs> I, I propose, it, we name it after Tim Berners-Lee, the guy who came up with the hypertext. I reckon you can call it the, the, the Berners-Lee afternoon at Hang work. On, who came up with the Hyper, hypertext? Tim, Tim Berners-Lee is like one of the fathers of the
1: internet. 100th <laughs> episode. How the
0: hell did you know that? seriously like some people in,
1: I knew that but I've got more social graces who to Tim mention was. <laughs> people, you some, mentioned Burner on
0: the podcast I remember one of my that's one of my favourite episodes Peter Burner yeah. in here was one of my great and you're going
2: the
1: guy who invented the
2: hyperlink well, yeah,
0: well t-
1: Tim Berners-Lee was a guy who famously invented the internet but didn't get any money out of it yeah that's true. Right. he's not he's not an uncommon
3: thing to know but you know you go ahead with <laughs> he's <where the, laughs> uh, shit, no, no, shit no, on no. me about that he, he's like, Carlo uh,
2: Carlo
0: have yeah. you heard of the guy go- him
2: no, but I, you know, I'm up trees a lot. I'm but would trees. you, like, yeah,
0: you're up a tree. But would you ever think that,
2: yeah,
0: but I, I've found myself on the internet going through Wikipedia hyperlinking yeah. away. I don't go, I wonder who invented that. Because yeah. was it Intel a couple of years ago. They had an ad where it was in their offices and it's this rock star and it's the dude who invented the USB. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they were
3: quite funny ads. They were sort of yeah. a bit tongue-in-cheeking, that whole geek culture thing. I don't think thing. it was
2: tongue-in-cheek for you, buddy.
3: No, I think it
0: was. Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can, yeah. I don't know who invented <laughs> I mean, the hyperlink. It is interesting info, though. I mean, I didn't know it either. Like, yeah, you
0: know, and I, I'm guaranteeing, like, it's something I'm probably not going to remember tomorrow. Yeah. Like, I'll be listening to the episode and I'll go, oh, that's right. We're talking about that Peter Burner character.
3: Peter have
0: lee the, I've forgotten his first name already. Yeah, yeah, Tim Berners-Lee. But anyway,
3: it really doesn't matter. It was just an idea about something to call the whole fucking thing. I do it with IMDb. I do, I, I sort of quite regularly have this uh, like trawl through movie history where I like select a film, go for the actor, look at their history, check, choose another movie from their history, then choose the director, choose something from their history, and you just read about different... You just read about different movies all day And it's such a great way
2: to pass time at work TV tropes is the one that you just lose That's a good one well, You that? lose an entire okay. months. It's like basically like it takes tropes Which they say, these are not cliches These are like you know, like the traditional bad guy in a film or anything And they just will give you all these examples You can either like, look, up like show jumping, jumping look up a show or Is there and, a jumping
3: the shark trope on there?
2: Yeah, absolutely <laughs>
0: Is it subtitled Ted McGinley? Yeah Well, I don't know who yeah, the there's, fuck there's, is Ted McGinley? <laughs> there's your nerd. Well, they generally, when a show, there was a stage where Ted McGinley, like, married, it started with Happy Days. He came in, and they say Happy Days, well, after Jump the Shark, Ted McGinley. Then he came in the love boat, married with children, children. he replaced Steve. And there's another show, I can't think, but he came, was it? Was he originally in Hope and Faith or that? But they sort of say when a show gets desperate, they bring in Ted McGinley and they usually get axed. Yeah, right. I'd
2: bet bet money that there is, that's on TV tropes.
0: Yeah, I I don't doubt it. But yeah, Ted McGinley. I've got a website to look up tomorrow night. Thank you, you, Tim (laughs) Berners-Lee. There there you go. Have you got a shrine to him? No, mate. I just know who he is. There's a, there's a difference.
4: <laughs> so what, so what I'm, I'm, maybe when I'm
0: listening to this episode on Monday, I might go Wikipedia. No, I won't. Yeah, <laughs> I really won't. Why, would I Wiki, why would I Wikipedia that when we've got you know the cast of A Country Practice to look up? Indeed. Yeah, Bob Hadfield, no worries. Bob Hatfield. Yeah, he's a good man. Well, we're actually going back further. This is one of my favorite. I, I, it was before you guys' time. We had Ian Simmons, former head writer of Good Newsweek. He was on the episode. And if you're a Country Practice fan, go back and listen because... Ian was an assistant director on A Country Practice. We got
1: all the goss on Bob Hatfield. I'll just advise you, no, no one here's a Country Practice fan. I am. I, 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 I grew I up
4: watched, with it, man.
1: Yeah, I grew up with it, man. Like, I have anyway. 400 episodes of
0: it on... 400 hours of it on DVD. <laughs> yeah. I've got... Big shout-out to A-List, a great comedy touring company. They sent me seasons 1 to 13 on DVD of A Country Practice. Jesus.
3: There were there were two things you could spot our family doing in the week on a regular <laughs> basis. They were, hey, hey, it's Saturday in A Country Practice.
1: <laughs> it was. Yeah. It was... It was a show. Yeah, it, it was an institution. This is before things are on demand. I was yeah. always been on prison about it, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a true story. Like, Pri- you were prisoner big on a, Prisoner.
0: Prisoner was before my. Out, uh, no, I, was watching, I was
3: watching Prisoner when I was five. That was before country Practice, wasn't it? Do so you remember B. I
0: got in trouble? Like I used to. I had a TV. Did you have a TV in your room or just irresponsible parents? No, I didn't
1: have one in my room. But I used to sneak out. <laughs> sneak out and watch. Prisoner. I used to I watch
0: Superstars of Wrestling at like
1: five to one on a Tuesday. Did you ever get Did you ever get busted? See,
0: my grandfather used to ta- It used to be on eleven o'clock at night. The wrestling, and my grandfather used to tape it for me. But I had a TV in my room and. I could watch, like I used to watch Moonlighting. and like It was on at 8.30 and I'd watch Moonlighting, and then I'd go to school the next day and tell everyone the stories about it. It sounds like you were living Moonlighting. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You were a TV critic at Night and it was, TV. it was good. It was still good. good at the like Shepherd, that. Bruce <laughs> that was a golden
4: age.
3: That was. It was an amazing show. And then he went on to be an action film
0: star. Nobody ever thought it. And she went on to. What was the show? Was it? Sybil. Sybil, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, I was thinking, suddenly Susan, but that was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're Wikipediaing here, aren't we? This one's really cool. Yeah. We're going all over the show. But what about Lester? What's what's your favourite episode? That
1: I don't know. let go through that. Fucking Myzel, the legendary Peter Myzel and um, Jeremy Keese, Well, It's the, funny. Um, um, we talk about Peter Myzel. He's
0: because I was talking on a last episode of like Peter Green made his fourth appearance on the podcast, and you know how on Saturday Night Live they have the Five Timers Club. Yeah, yeah. Well, who's going to be the first one to hit it? I think Myzel might be on four episodes too. Should get them together. so so no, no, you. We don't want to. I don't want to be sitting in a room full of Peters. (laughs) But we were talking. (laughs) Let's face it, nobody does. Let's (laughs) let's face it. But I was thinking to myself, like, we've got, like, we've got, we've had some amazing guests, and we've got some pretty good ones lined up, and we'll talk about dream guests. My dream guest would be ostentatious. No, no. No, Austin will chat to him at some stage. He's my dream guest. He's your dream guest? Yep. My dream guest is a funny Peter Mizell. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we'll ever hear it, or see it but <laughs> one can only live in hope. <laughs> but yeah, no, we'll, we'll put the feelers out. What about Ryan? you, Brian? Who's your dream guest?
3: Oh well, you guys know people out there in podcast land won't know this, but I've asked I've asked twice now Alan Davies at like signing tables if he would mind coming and appearing on the podcast while he was in Sydney. Both time he was politely very rude to me. No, I don't think I will. Thanks, buddy. See ya. <laughs> that was it. But well, I'm a big fan. Nice. I'm a big fan of him, though. Actually, I'm 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 obviously. Uh, Extrapolating a little on that one, he was always he was always polite about it, but he was just like, "Nah, too busy, mate, can't do
1: it." But Sarah still it. made this brilliant tweet the other day. She says, yes. "Oh, we're having such a lovely conversation. until you asked me to come in your podcast." <laughs> <laughs> it is. I
0: gotta mean, like my like the role for those wondering what the roles are. Um, Ryan generally edits and takes care of the technical side of the yep. podcast. Yep. Lester is our I believe it or not our legal consult. We don't. Yeah, we have. Yeah, we've we've needed you a few times. Um, yeah, um, more, so, yeah. And my role is to book the guests. And sometimes some guests, most of the time, I know it. Like you know, Will Anderson, I know him. We met him, sent him a message, we teed it up. We got well, Justin Hamilton ended up bringing that home. You booked Justin Hamilton one time. I did. Yeah. yeah. So, but there are some guests like I like I can relate to that because. I do feel awkward asking people to do the podcast now. It's like, hey, you want to co-? like the podcast? I love chatting to people, but it's like, do you want to give up some time to come and chat on the show? And yeah, there are some guests like there's been, and I won't know. There's one famous guy that we keep going back and forth on times. Every time we book him, something comes up and something goes bad, and it's I dread checking my emails from this guy because it just does start to get
1: annoying. All my dream guests, apart from Tatius. Would never come on. Sophie Monk asked her 17 times. Yeah, yeah, but
0: you 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 ask, if you go follow him on Twitter and search Lester Diamond Sophie Monk, fuck you ask her in a creepy (laughs) way. (laughs) To be a guest. Like, this is someone who has gone to court over a cyber stalker. So I don't think ask her through Twitter. Hey, want to come and podcast?
3: This this, is good. This is just a bit of advice though. when you're asking somebody like Sophie Monk, best not to be adjusting your crotch while you're doing (laughs) it. (laughs) <laughs> I was going to say wear pants,
1: but secondly, and just as sexy, Rodney Rude. I've, I've asked him directly. Trent, do you get a response? No, no reply. Um, oh, so I I don't mean. Did you ask him
0: through? When Twitter? you say directly, Facebook, actually, oh, because right. so I don't. I don't think he might. I
1: think he might have a manager or friend or rally who does that. That's where you're wrong because Rodney's notorious for doing everything himself. That's why. Oh, he really? makes, that's why he makes the big bucks.
2: Really, Trentella. <laughs>
1: Highest paid comedian in Australia. Yeah, he was. He, he's founded the Comedy Store. Did a lot. Well, what was
0: first? One of the first comedy tapes I ever heard was Rodney Rude, like a well hung ploughboy. Remember that classic. was <laughs> well, Actually, speaking of reminiscing, um, Weird Owl's back. Weird Al Yankovic okay. has got a new album.
1: He's back every two years. The guy's a juggernaut. Yeah,
0: but this one's actually getting some pretty big main mainstream press. Like, it's. I, have you you guys heard his new song? No. He's got. He's yeah. done the three big ones are. I can't. He's done Lord a, or Lord's Royals. Um, he's done. What, what's the parody? I can't. I think it's Foil or something. I have That's the one I haven't heard. But the one I heard is it's a song. I like the song Happy by Pharrell, and yeah. he's done Tacky, <laughs> and it's really funny clip. Like <laughs> yeah. he's got Jack Black, um, Margaret Cho, Aisha Taylor, and Christian Scholl. and him, and they're dancing like doing the Pharrell dance, and it's 'cause I'm Tacky. Fluoro shoes and
1: something, and a, like it <laughs> just talking about tacky fashion. It is fucking funny. Weird Al, like, he's, been, what, he's been around since the late 70s. The guy is yeah. a fucking show business juggernaut. Yeah. Well,
2: he's like, it's
0: amazing. Like, musical comedy, I think, like, I genuinely love musical comedy. Like, I think it's one of the, my favorite. Like, if I had to go and if you said to me, book your dream comedy show, there probably would be a musical comedian on them. Probably Tim Minchin, maybe Weird Al. Mick. Mick, Mick Meredith, great former guest but like it's I think it's what um a form of comedy that gets unfairly maligned because like people people view it as cheap and tacky but I think Weird Al's amazing like he's he also did blurred lines about a gram a grammar take off about it so it's really I think it's <laughs> I, really? I, like I genuinely go listeners go and google Weird Al if you've never heard him I doubt it if you listen to this podcast I doubt you haven't heard of Weird Al if you haven't go and listen to it because I think it's genuinely funny yeah, man, I, remember, was, I
3: still remember as a kid his heyday, like take rip off Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah, eat it. Eat it, and uh, because fat. I'm fat yeah. for the bad <laughs> song, I still remember that song because I'm bad. And I remember as a got as a six year old or seven year old, this is I'm talking about the Michael Jackson um, version. Is he says in that song because I'm bad, I'm bad really, really bad in a high-pitched voice with, like, synth. And there's just nothing bad about it. It's All, just so... Also the gay boy leather. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. the perm. Yeah. And, the one, like and, the one, Ross and the one Yeah. It's just, it's just the, the whole thing about going, I'm
1: bad, I'm bad
2: really, really bad.
1: It just doesn't, you know, it's a bit it, doesn't sell it doesn't sell it it's for me. You know. thing and, and, ever. You know. I'll stand by Jacko to his day. <laughs> <laughs> of course <you're> less <laughs> on the field. <laughs> the, the, um, the first two tapes I ever got were Thriller and Bad and I still think Bad is a better album. Oh, really? it's been yeah. cool. Yeah, like seven singles fucking album. Musically,
0: I think he's, yeah, I think he was an amazing artist but Weird, I mean weird out. Like you talk about. I still remember his parody of Nirvana. Like you know, yeah, he's and we're screaming and we're
1: yelling <laughs> and we don't know what we're singing. Hey, <laughs> but
0: yeah, the whole well, yeah, that. the weird out. Yeah, I'm just glad he's making a comeback. I like it.
1: Good stage name too.
3: Yeah, so juggernaut. We're, we're, weird Al is a bit of a juggernaut. We, I sort of seem to have picked up that Lester likes the word. Use the word juggernaut. <laughs> but, um, what? What? Uh, what? What? <laughs> And you've been here the longest, though, Mark. So I mean, I mean, we're we're trying to we're scratching our heads thinking of favorite episodes. You've, you've been here for all uh, all hundred of them. Which which is which would you
0: rate highly? Oh, this is tough because like I genuinely I've enjoyed most of the episodes. I say that yeah, most of them I've enjoyed most of them. And there's like yeah, the, like the last time we were there with Carlo ninety nine, that was a fun episode. Looking back, there are some episodes like when when I sit down to interview people and chat. Like there's some people I know really well. Like. Peter Mizell, I've known him since I started comedy. I know that I can pretty much say anything and he won't get... But there are people that you... Like, there's some guests that you may have seen but you don't really know. And Asher Treleven was probably one of my favourite episodes in that I knew Asher a little bit through comedy. I reached out through Facebook. We had a chat and it was one of my favourite... Were you on that one or...
3: No, I don't think so. I I
4: thought
0: you were... Oh, maybe it was... It was someone. It might have been Josh... Josh Cohen, friend of the show.
1: It was some uh, other interchangeable, nondescript person. Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> one of my many, many flunkies. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone through a lot of fun. Uh, a, lot, a, lot, a lot of fun <laughs> <of> the show. <laughs> Who knows episode two... This has been a Ryan Crawford roast, this episode. <laughs> <laughs> has it? It
0: has, actually. But no, the Asher even show was one. like, And probably the last, ten, the last thing he said on that show was... Um, he just said that oh, comedy... Comedy's not a competition, it's a dance. And that was just one of my favourite moments of the show. There's been other guests like Pinky Beecroft episode, I think, Carlo. That, that's... Oh, I love that one. That was He's just wacky as all fuck. I'm I know, dumb. it's one of my favourite episodes and it was fun to be in the room. But of all the episodes we've done, we usually get about a thousand people listening to this a week. For some reason... You people don't love the Pinky episode. If you haven't heard the Pinky episode, go oh, back and listen to it. it. Because oh. it, it hasn't got the love it deserved. No, and it does deserve a lot
3: of love. I, I really enjoyed that one, too. That's got to be out there yeah. for me. Yeah. There's
0: been other episodes, like Steve Philp. Was, that was just me and him having a I chat. I love Steve Philp. I, as Steve Philp was a guy that I've known about. We've met once prior to that. And we had a chat, and that was one of the easiest ones. And some of the younger comics, too. Like It's good to have Carlo here. Nathan Lenton. He was He was a good guest on the show. Very... How young he is! It skin? The, the kid's talented. So it's, yeah, it's been. I thought he was
1: forty. Fresh first. Well, he
0: in, in, mentally he yeah. Yeah, is. <laughs> mentally <laughs> sixty. You know, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah,
0: but, but yeah, he's a policy. <laughs> he's been working. And, yeah, he's, he's very. He's, he's a young old man. But yeah, they've been some of my favourite guests along though. Yeah, and I, I mean I liked all the shows really. Yeah, yeah. for sure. that great. So who's your dream guest then? My dream guest. I've got a list and. I'll read. Oh, well, I've already used my funny Mizell joke. Um, you talk about, like, you reckon Rodney Roode's. Like, I do have one guest that I know is unattainable. I love Keith Richards. Keith Richards would be my dream. Like, I'd like to sit down with Keith with the microphones and have a chat. But realistically, my other dream guests and. These, This one's in the pipelines. Dave McCormick from Custard. I know he's your dream guest. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Keen to have a ch- um, chat to Dave and HG or Roy and HG. Probably my biggest comedy influences. I'd like to chat
1: to one of those guys. We'll have to c- come here and smack him around a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I'm going to be a case of us going, How are you guys?
1: Yeah, hour <laughs> Yeah, you gotta have you gotta be pretty
3: proud of your comedy career when you have got things like the dream in there. That uh, Sydney Olympics dream show was yeah. amazingly well, funny. Like that was so good.
0: Club I just, buggery on. Yeah, that was,
3: the, that was yeah, awesome. Club yeah. buggery was great, but there were just the some moments. <laughs> there were just some moments when they were commentating things in the dream. I particularly, <laughs> I particularly enjoyed. Everyone always goes on about the synchronized swimming commentating from the dream. When they commentated the weightlifting in that. It was so goddamn hilarious. Basically, their commentary consisted of, yep, that guy knows how to pick it up, and now he's um, <laughs> putting it back down. <laughs> and, and then they'd have this guy. They had this one guy. I don't know. They couldn't have written the script for it. There was one weightlifter who picked it up, and then he sort of kind of started – he was like losing it. And he started to stumble and stagger a bit. And he staggered in a bit of a half circle towards the stairs, and it kind of looked like he was trying to leave with the weights. (laughs) And the guy says, "You know, he picked it up, but he forgot to put it back down."
0: (laughs) It's It was was just one of the funniest things ever. I think for me, my childhood, like I watched a lot of TV, but my Saturday, my Saturday used to be. I'd sit and do my homework watching Wide World of Sports. Remember when they used to have the four-hour show it started?
4: start Two and go to six? Yep. I
0: loved it. I used to watch it because every hour they'd show five minutes of the Royal Rumble, so you get to watch the wrestling. And then Saturday, Sunday afternoons, listening to Roy and HG, that was, that was yeah, that's what for me. Those were the days. What Those are kids the doing these days? Oh, oh, on kids Tumblr. now with their Tinders, their Tumblers. Their... In our days, we had Roy and HG. What do the kids got now? Beats? They're just, they're
3: just sexting, sexting each other all sexting. the time. That's
4: what
0: they're doing, yeah. Well, they you go. I've
3: got well, well, <laughs> <I'm, I'm>, <laughs> go now. That, I'm not sure.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's maybe maybe really. there is something about L-
3: that. Les L- L- just sitting there
4: thinking,
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, that doesn't dynamic. sound so bad, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's like, we're yeah, in yeah. the wrong goddamn century. <laughs> yeah, Yeah.
0: back in our day. Well, ladies and gentlemen, over 100 episodes. We've only, we've tried a few... No, we haven't really set regular segments. We're not... We're not an, we've got a whiteboard in the room for the podcast. We've got some ideas, but we never follow it. But we do have one... But we have one segment that's sort of stood the test of time. We, we do. We still haven't got round to... I think it made its debut in around the episode 60 mark, maybe. Maybe, yeah. yeah. And, yeah, so then so then I guess it's time for me to throw to it. A- Somebody...
3: You know what? We, like. I'm, I'm happy for you to keep doing the music. I'm not a musician, so I'm not going to put any kind of... I'm not going to put any kind of like, uh, like, like lovely kind of sound over this particular part of the show. But we might have done this before, but a shout-out to any guest who wants to pick...
0: You know, no, no, music. hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm, as someone who sometimes has to edit the show, adding musical tracks means more work. It does. Whereas if I just do a dub. Okay, do, well then do, do, you just do
4: that. Do, 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 random questions.
0: <laughs> it's, it's, it's just. It's just easier. It is. It's because, you know. Actually, you no, flip... I don't have to edit that
3: either. Yeah, Yeah. That's right. You, yeah, yeah, you're
0: making more work. If you want to make, if you're no, willing to say no. you'll edit every single episode, which I don't think you can. no. Well, I'd love you feet, because
3: I know I can. It's just that you know you need to get the SD card to me, so I can do it. Well, there you go. Maybe I need. Maybe we're just we need getting to just getting a bit of a pe- peer behind the curtain here, ladies and gentlemen, and the production values of the show. Would... <laughs> I
1: just heard a yawn. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Discussing the production. Uh, <laughs> I'd say our, our production. <laughs> our production values. I'd say no expense spared. It's no expense at all. Really, yeah, yeah, we've got yeah, a free yeah, program. Yeah. We plug it into. Yeah. I don't know about you. I genu- Unless someone says something stupid, I don't edit it at all. No, I don't no, take no, out the dead spots. Some of
1: those...
2: Tech, cost, that whiteboard has texture. Like, that's... I, I, do, that's I, do, what I do. Every
0: I, workplace I used to work at, I free. usually raid a station. Oh, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't bought a pen in 20 years. Yeah, fair from,
2: enough,
3: from, yeah. from time to time, we get the odd guest who's like... who's a bit self-conscious about something that was said during the show. They're not saying cut it. Like, as in, I need that cut. You know, I don't want anybody to hear about that. It's just a bit self-conscious. I don't think I was funny about that, that bit. I'm just going to... And they... Could you edit that out? And I'm like,
0: sure. I'll we'll have a think about, it. <laughs> have a think about doing that. But I realised episode ninety eight, the one there was a delay for a week because I I was away and I had to edit something that I set out, and I forgot, and it went to air. So there's a story in episode ninety eight. See if you can pick out which one shouldn't have gone to air, but it has. But I was too—I'm too lazy to take it down and cut the story out. <laughs> so, hi Oliver Pomervan, if you're listening, you're probably not. Your lawyers probably are. But yeah, that the end of episode ninety-eight is the one that. I thought might have got me in a lot more trouble, but it didn't. So very good. Yeah, there you go. There you but go. then again, I may have shows, just
3: shows you can worry about things too much. Although you might have just like sent everybody a big message. Yeah, to you check,
2: reminded check, his lawyer. Yeah, it point, like... like, As long as he doesn't do it again, we'll let him off. Wait, well, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's clearly. Like,
0: it's a story I probably shouldn't bring up again. But Lester, I may need to call you if he gets in contact.
1: Um, that was an amazing intro to Ryan's Random question. questions. I know. <laughs> <it's wrong. laughs>
0: We're doing the director's cut this episode. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like listening to the episode with the DVD is, commentary on is, it. This is,
1: this is Comedy on the
3: Edge, presents the chat show Redux. <laughs> okay. this,
0: is, this is the direct. This is what
3: would happen. Oh,
1: I think even Francis Ford Coppola would look at this and go, Jesus, guys. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah, like, Tons more explanations. <laughs> <laughs> All
3: right. So, yeah. are you gonna do, have you already done the music? We've done the music. We've done the music. All right. Uh, question number one.
1: I Alistair's
3: trying is, to steal Les my job. Yeah, he's in, in on it. Um, question number one Apparently Kangaroos Don't fart Did you have any idea They were so polite This is according to QI By the way I get all my information oh, From QI I, yeah.
0: I knew that they were good For the environment Because the, cause Apparently paw, Their paws Are softer On the ground Whereas cows Destroy it With hard hooves Also that They're in the air Quite a bit <laughs> at, See, least, what? at least 50% of the time <laughs> but yeah, Even when they're sleeping Who's yeah. the scientists that studied this? Like did they just
3: like I, I have no idea Like, how would like all know things know on QI, the, I do they, not question it I
0: know that they absolutely well, Knowing that, that Alan right. Davies no. turned down the podcast no. I, I'm thinking he makes it I'm not, I'm not a fan I of, of his anymore up, yeah. I'm Actually, not they
2: apologise half the time anyway Like a few episodes A few seasons later Like yeah we were totally wrong on that That's right They'll get the uh, same
3: guest back on And they took points off last time yeah.
2: Do you think
0: that the person who discovered that Have kangaroos you, don't yeah, fart do
2: was Rolf Harris. <laughs> <laughs> Tiny kangaroo down sport. I mean, once yeah. you've tied it down, you, what
0: are you going to do to it? Because we know he liked young women, not kangaroos. You're going to listen in. So he's probably yeah. like, oh, what can I do? I wonder if this thing farts. I'll make it fart. He probably So Rolf Harris was doing scientific he just, work. He just tied a kangaroo
3: down and he's feeding it beans constantly. You see what happens. <laughs> it's it's a, just a it sick. doesn't fart. Yeah, yeah. 15
0: cans of Heinz baked beans, it doesn't fart. Yeah. yeah.
3: That's right. Apparently, um, the like according to Qi, once again, apparently they're actually looking, uh, they're actually trying to study whatever bacteria it is that kangaroos have in their gut that stop it from happening to, to give to cows. Yeah. But wouldn't
2: that be if they just replaced cows with kangaroos? I don't might like kangaroos. That don't It way? sounds
1: like a mix of mitosis waiting to happen. <laughs> <laughs> that's how cute. That's you know, humanity yeah. was wiped out. <laughs>
3: it <laughs> sounds <laughs> like the plague coming back. <laughs> when will the scientists stop meddling? Just let global warming happen, for Christ's sake. We don't want freaky mutant <laughs> kangaroos. <laughs> question number two would you ever teach a child to swear just for a laugh
0: yes have you done it no I don't have access to children <laughs> <laughs> No, but Sarah Silverman Which who's been mentioned earlier um, her dad taught her when she was like two or three to swear and that's why she she became a comedian because you know the cute little girl would come out to her friends and go and she get the laugh and she got used to getting Wait, she, reaction and that girl was runny <laughs> rude <or> what? Yeah. <laughs> no it was her
1: fuck <laughs> was fuck
0: <laughs> no but you say this actually I, because I recently became an uncle and I went down and visited the little attacker the other weekend and he's like he's only like a month old so he's not doing much he was pretty boring mm. but I was sort of like I've got big plans for my nephew because like I I'm a comedian I don't have superannuation so and I don't have kids so the nephew could be the one supporting me in my old age So, as I walk past his cot, like he's asleep, I just whispered in his ear, I go, you're going to be a doctor. You're (laughs) going to be a doctor. Not a philosophy doctor, a (laughs) real doctor. So, I did that. And yeah, so hopefully that- a surgeon
4: in
2: Florida. Oh, yeah. That's
0: that's where the money is. I'll do that next time, because that's my plan. I'm just going to subtly, you know, like I'm going to, if everyone's seeing him in TV and he goes, oh, comedy's funny, like what Uncle does, I go- comedy pays no money yeah. you want
3: to be a doctor when i do about philosophy doctors when i was um at uni I did an arts degree the most useful of all degrees and i um one of the units I did was philosophy the philosophy lecturer actually told that story that he, he used to go around by the name like by the doctor title until for the third time on a plane he was approached and said we've got somebody who's quite well he's like unwell you know can you come and help out and he's like well, I could probably help him sort of come to terms with the afterlife, but I don't think, I can, <laughs> I don't think I'm I think going to be able to help him. Uh, See, so you know, I'm going to call medical...
0: him out on that, simply because I don't believe that someone with a doctorate in philosophy could afford a plane ticket. <laughs> 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 and he just wrote that. Yeah, I think uh, Alain
3: Dupont I would disagree with you on that one. He's made heaps of money out of philosophy. Really? Yeah, you know, the, have you heard of the, the novel, oh, not the novel, the book Constellations of Philosophy that he wrote, where you sort of... You
0: must have heard of that. Is it on the shelf next to the guy who invented the hyperlink? <laughs> <laughs> There's a hyperlink about that. You can look him up and your good library, mate. <laughs> what a callback. <laughs> <laughs> you can the hyperlink callback. Excellent,
3: excellent. Well, anybody who's interested, uh, look up Elaine DuBont. Yeah, hyperlink it in the show description. Yeah, yeah, we will. We will. He's an interesting guy. Philosophy um, and how it can actually improve your life. Like, not just not just mental a practical philosophy book. Philosophy
2: yeah. for, you know...
3: Yeah, he has. has. He's written more than one, but that was his one that made him big. Anyway, that was interesting. Um, we'll go on to question number... Uh, unless you've got anything to say about teaching kids to swear for a laugh. Have you ever done that, Lester? Let's move on. As if he's allowed me <laughs> kids. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Okay, question number three. The
0: Tour de France is on again.
3: Oh, for fuck's sake, is it? Who do you predict will have their championship stripped from them in a few years' time for drug use?
0: I like the fact... I've got two things to say about this. I like the fact that Richie Port is coming second at the moment. Richie Port's there, he's a Tassie boy, and he's, gonna, he's coached by Stephen Bradbury the former skater oh, because right, yeah. he is second in the Tour de France because all the favorites keep falling over and injuring themselves yeah, right. so he could backdoor Bradbury into the Tour de France backdoor Bradbury so tr- backdoor Bradbury Bradbury's
2: right? training you must assume for that is like just hang yeah, hey, back, just, like, just back, back. they crash
0: sooner or later don't, don't, don't 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 be too yeah. controversial And yeah just slip on in
1: i think the worst thing about cycling Tour de France all the rest of it all the effort with the drugs for what to ride yes. a fucking bike around it's all, it's tragic
2: that's a good point.
0: At least listen to some decent I'm dub music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did you Have see... Um, ride, um, yeah. Yeah, listen to some craft work, the Tour de France. But did you see that, um, I think, 13 of the last 15 Tour de France winners or something like that has called on them to give Lance Armstrong his titles back? Really? Yeah. Like, they've actually said that the, they did a survey and said, should he get his titles back? And they all said, yeah, give it back to him. They didn't name names. They're seeing the they're they're writing on the wall for their yeah. titles being stripped well, from them. The the pro- yeah. Well, probably. There's been a few. But do you think it's a case of like, I reckon Lance, if you went up to him, he'd like, Fellas, that's nice, but I'd rather have my other, other testicle back. <laughs> I think you prefer that than his title. No, back. I
3: reckon he'd take him back. He'd take him back and say, thanks, what the fuck were you doing for those last five years? <laughs> you, know, you, you, know, you, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't be pulling me down. But you know oh, what? Yeah, it's,
2: it's, you it's, so so the, the sport is clearly so... And it's one of those things where it's, like, it's hard to blame the individuals involved in it because it's one of those race things where it's like... Like, you know like the like fucking arms nuclear race. race. Yeah. 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 It's like once one person's on it, you've got to be on it or else you've got no chance. It's an know? arms race. Yeah, but
0: what's the, like, the life expect? Like, are we going to see a state... Like, is this... Is this only a new thing in cycling, or has it been going no. on since? the game? Oh, it's been going. Because years. are we going like to get to a six case six, when these died. guys hit their fifties? Are they all going to start dropping off the perch? Again, with the wrestling references. What's well, it? yeah, yeah. it's, it's, well, it's exactly <laughs> wrong for those who don't like follow wrestling to the extent that me and Lester do? In the eighties, all the rest, majority of wrestlers were on steroids, and the late nineties, a lot of them have died, and it, because it's killed them. Like, surely there's got to be an effect. Like, do you
1: think Lance Armstrong is going to make it to hundred? I think the holy trinity of a, of a pre-50s death is steroids, coke, and muscle relaxants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's
3: true. Well, I mean, with the wrestling, like, they were like, taking heaps of steroids to bulk up. You yeah. Know? I mean, these guys were kind of supplementing a training regime yeah. of not just... So the
0: cyclists... I,
3: I don't know. I don't, I'm not a, I'm not yeah, a doctor. Yeah, but I'm just thinking, though, that the, <laughs> like, these, things, think... these things
0: aren't illegal just because they make you better. There are side effects. No, but they're not knows? necessary. They're actually oh. more.
3: Most of the time, most of the drugs listed on the on the anti doping thing for sport EPO is good for you are actually perfectly legal. Really? You know, to be prescribed to you and stuff for certain because conditions. Not for sport. Yeah. yeah, you just they're just they're just performance enhancing, so they get put on that. Then list why it, it
2: screw it? things up? Like, I mean, I think like, anything that you do, like, obviously you are extremely fit as a cyclist and in any sport, but there's a certain point at which if you push your body to an ex- to that extent you're going to screw it up and it's not cycling's not so bad as something like AFL where you just like constantly mm. hit and it's kind of like well you can yeah. take drugs but actually you're going to be screwed at the end of your career anyway like
3: yeah that's right it's got to be
2: it's just not natural to push yourself no. down.
3: i mean and i, I always I often look at the olympics and think of the same thing I mean, yeah. it struck me one time when i sort of uh, saw people talking to um, hurdlers and hurdlers because they put the fir- they put the same leg over first every single time they actually develop like a, an abnormal like musculature in their in their legs to to sort of deal with that to deal with that pressure, that you know most of them end up like having hip problems and stuff later on. Yeah. Most walkers, most uh, of those uh, competitive walkers, do the same thing. They end up having arthritis of
0: the hip, yeah. Because it's, no, it's not. I had a lot of those walkers um, when they when they first started televising those walkers. A lot of them died of embarrassment.
4: Yeah. <laughs> 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 <Excellent>. <laughs> Yeah. It
1: really is a, the tragic sport that, like, fucking pointless. Well, yeah, yeah.
3: Who, who came up, like? I think I think most swimming is pointless. I mean, Me if, you're talking about, if you're talking about like, you know, if if you really just want to measure who the fastest is in the water, there should be there should be yeah. maybe over different distances. I'll give them that. No, no. But no. you jump in the water and you do your fucking race. Nobody's doing backstroke to be the fastest swimmer ever, right? So no,
0: I'm going to argue with you there. Like, I'm going like, okay, I think walk like swimming is a survival. Like, if you're in the water, like, you get... You you fall off a boat, you got to swim. You, now, you're going to
3: backstroke away from a <laughs> Well, no.
0: If you I don't know if you've ever done any of those survival courses where back, if you ever have to rescue someone, backstroke is what you do. You float on your back, you put your arm under the person you rescue, and you use your other hand to either signal or swim. It is a survival stroke. Yeah. There is no point to it. Butterfly, there's no I'd,
3: point. Well, I would, I would definitely support the Olympics having an event... Where you've got to carry a dead weight with one hand and backstroke with the other, and that be like a, a representative of something that might happen in life that's actually useful. The Olympics is basically just a conglomeration of sports that people would otherwise not
2: watch. I disagree. I think, sw- I think swimming is, I mean. I, I reckon, like, when Michael Phelps got done for smoking pot, he should be made to do drug ads and said, don't do it, kids. You'll end up getting up at 3 a.m. in the morning and getting in one <laughs> end of the pool and back again. He'd be doing that for 20 years of your life, and next thing you know, you'd be 20 fucking gold medals and they'll be national like, whatever shit national anthem you got's going to be playing like that's what it, you know Like that's a waste of life <laughs> <laughs> so, that's that a slightly actually... obscure rap, and it's a waste of no, life
1: no it's a very good reference especially for the times look at all these strange swimmers in the 90s that are all fucking out of control now oh yeah, yeah. Hackett
0: um, Miller Miller um, what's his name uh, Hugo Thorpedo Thorpy yeah that's you're right yeah, like, it's, I think yeah. I think there is an, um, an element I mean I, I've done I've done a bit of swimming training in my time there's something about the swimming that just drives you off I the just, rails. No, I think it, it's the well, chlorine. I think, think a yeah, like, sleep deprivation yeah. like you get up you get up, up at five in the loneliness. morning, you do your swim you swim I think they swim for like three or four hours, go home, have your breakfast, do your weights, go back and you have an evening. That's fun. Like going up and down a pool. Like at yeah. least when you're running you can listen to some headphones, you can listen to this podcast or something. But maybe that's the solution. All Olympic pools. Should have music that just,
2: underwater. That was just the I weirdest fucking they, plug of
0: the show I've ever heard. <laughs> I hate it all at the podcast. Make it go faster again. <laughs> I'd like to think that there's someone training for the Olympics <laughs> to see this podcast. It's a performance enhancing podcast, ladies
1: <laughs> and gentlemen. It's
0: a,
2: it's Shit, they're getting on to Ryan's questions. Quick, get out of the pool. It's faster.
1: If they listen to this episode, I don't think they come back up. <laughs> but I, don't know why. <laughs> no, I don't want to
4: keep going. Seriously. Getting, uh, <laughs> but... The, um, <laughs> Uh, No, but like, like I had the same theory about
1: tennis players. Like, they, they get kids when they're like 12 and take them out of school and send them to tennis school, right? they got no fucking education hardly any personality they're all spoiled brats you know it's like a, it's, it's, it's bad for kids do like, with rugby league players rugby league they identify them yeah. young they try they go you don't need school you've got support fine young men upstanding citizens <laughs> and then, that, then, then you've got like, then you get wonder why one of them at
2: the age of 29 pisses into his own mouth <laughs> it's a bubble the
0: I tra- did, what the fuck is a bubble the and
2: tragedy that, about that is like according to the guy who took the photo he, he, he didn't even fucking piss in his own mouth like it was like one of those stage photos where it was oh, of yeah, of like, yeah, that's and right. and that's just like if you're going to lose your <laughs> A career, at least mean, do it. Like, at least have a decent story for the so grandkids. I, I hope that there's someone
0: out there on Photoshop. Because I think I remember what the manager said. It was yeah. like one of those <laughs> leaning Tower. His
1: manager's an ex player. Perfect rebel League moment.
0: I would love someone to take Photoshop that picture of Todd And <laughs> <Tom laughs> <Tom laughs> to the <boat> <laughs> 7 wonders. <laughs> Over, like,
3: looping over, <laughs> looping over the Tower uh, Yeah, yeah, for
0: sure. Pissing through the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> I mean, so he,
3: got, he got done for that, didn't he? He got the full sack. Well, got the full sack. It
1: was his yeah. third way, yeah. a third yeah, warning was, yeah, or something. like that. Like, he, he had a thousand incidents. Like, I mean, yeah. everyone knows me as a rugby Lee fanny, which I am. But um, I have to laugh at rugby Lee behaviour. Oh, some fucking of them was
2: like, <laughs> Because he pissed at least last... Night. He was in a controversy where he got caught allegedly... Pissing on someone in a club. At least this time he's Mate, pissing on himself. There's been a hundred
1: guys pissed on guys in clubs.
2: Yeah, okay. Just because he's a rugby league star, the media pick on him. Like, no, no I'm saying hundred rugby league players have done <laughs> league... At least this time he wasn't hurting anyone. He was pissing on himself.
1: Um, all I'm saying is, Dude, Dude, is, is you...
2: that the image you
0: really came yeah, yeah, yeah. like for his <laughs> Because like I wow. saw it, it came up my Twitter feed. Like I don't follow. I, th- I follow a few commenta- sports commentators. <laughs> And I was just scrolling through my Twitter feed, and there's a picture of. I go, is that guy pissing in his mouth? Who the fuck is? That's Todd Carney. And then the next thing is breaking: Todd Carney suspended on the sack. Like that to me, like I'm not, I'm someone that potentially the NRL would want as a fan. Like I like sports, but I've never gone into it.
2: But he's from a club that they, that had an entire four corners Invest- investigation yeah, into gang rape, and nothing happened. Like you know it's just that, kind of like That is an
1: excellent point. I uh, Unlike I I who actually got the charges. Yeah. Sorry. Right. Well, that's
3: a killer. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, no, that's a really good point, Carl. I reckon, you know, that's that that's, was one that's on the one, hischi- that's the history me. of it. They will actually they'll sweep things like that that are genuinely serious and breaking the law by the way yeah. under the carpet. But like this guy that's a PR thing. And and let's let's face it. He, he, it's a stupid thing to do. Yeah, a bit of a, dick, yeah, bit of a bit of a dickhead, yeah, but, there's but there's no law against NRL. being a dickhead. Let's let's
2: let's just
0: change it up a bit. Um like I the incident with Four Corners, that happened 10 years so about 14 years ago. I think the rugby league is starting, in the social, they are starting, like, carney got sacked, and the NRL said they won't register him yet. I think
1: they are starting to, as elite, actually realise that they are taking incidents. Well, i tell you what the argument is. I had it with 100 different people since it happened, right? Surprisingly, a lot of people are saying it shouldn't have been sacked, saying it didn't hurt anybody, like you boys are saying. And I'm saying, like, Every time they have an internet where someone shits in a shoe or someone shits in a hotel room or pisses on someone, it sets them back ten years. Yeah, but in his it's like twenty in his, million dollars but, it cost him money. This that's was right. his third that's war. Yeah, like yeah, he's that's been why he got he's been yeah.
0: out on the piss a few times, yeah. which I don't know, you're a sports person paid seven hundred thousand dollars a year. Surely you couldn't go six months of the year yeah, exactly. without having a
1: fucking drink. But, but call me yeah. old fashioned you don't want your star players' penises on the internet. No, yeah, well, yeah, I think, I think you're right. <laughs> all right, that. old time Lester.
2: <laughs> I just think there's got to be, like, because they say, I, like, I mean, I take all of that, but I just also feel like, what is he, a, like, a, some sort of role model? Like, if there's any kid out there yeah. who goes, like, I really like his fucking game at half back, <laughs> like, that's fantastic. Oh, he's... Sh- kiss into his own mouth i not getting out my clock, I'm going to give it a crack they're not, that, let, they're not like they're not let him do it like, show, of hands,
0: show of hands show hands guys who here has been at the urinal in the last couple of weeks just being, just pissing down and then just sort of just put it up and going fuck
2: really this he just flipped it up I agree just, but yeah. like, I, I agree but that rugby league players—they're not fucking rocket science scientists, you know. Like they're not—they're not, they're not role models. They're just—you know—if he wants to piss into his own gob, which he didn't even do. That's a tragedy. I think. I think. Is no, only no, one tra- <laughs> tragedy's getting sacked for pissing in your mouth when you didn't I gotta, even. I've got to
3: say, you've, you've now said twice that it's a big tragedy. I've got to say, Carlo, you, you, you. you what is, it, what is it? Your priorities on what's a tragedy? Or what's a, a, a
4: <laughs>
0: yeah, okay. Look, yeah, fair yeah. enough. But so, how do we know? That's just the manager. Thinking, like, I'd like Todd Carney to, like, maybe Michael Parkinson could interview him. And that could be the uh, big question. That would be the best interview so, of all time. So, Todd, Todd, Todd. <laughs> Ever. You've said in the past, you, you know, your manager said it didn't go in your mouth. Is he taking the piss, or did you take <laughs> the piss? I'd like to see Parkinson. Co- yeah. Todd Carney's got to be his next. His
1: yeah. no, funniest thing he ever did was he got banned from his hometown of Goulburn by the magistrate. Didn't <laughs> the magistrate do that? Not really, but, no. he's, but he's still got banned.
0: But there's a like there's a well to be fair there's a GWS player, um, Toby Green. He got suspended first. He's up on assault charges, and he got a five week ban from the Giants. Yeah. And he's been told pretty much like, don't go back to your hometown. Stay up here in Sydney because you. Yeah. You hang out with your mates, you get into trouble. Yeah. So yeah.
1: maybe Todd, yeah. I don't know, what, maybe Todd can- compared from your hometown to the best thing we for a year.
4: <laughs> for what for? What
1: for? Like, he took the police on some drunk driving chase or something. Excellent. Know. It was like his like 50th incident. <laughs> Todd
4: Carney. <laughs> Todd Todd from Melbourne.
1: There's a dream. There's life. drink. Oh, you're telling me that's not a
4: tragedy, man.
3: How hey, will he keep up to the, on current events with the Big hey, Marino? I don't know. At
2: he least, can't least... visit Look, okay, fine, sacking, but don't bail me from the Big Marino. That's un Australian. <laughs> at, least, at
0: least, at least in Todd's nose, he's like, well, at least for the next year, I won't be in the Goldman Supermax prison. <laughs> oh, what I can't get. It. Funnily enough. I a couple of weekends ago, we went down to Canberra. You're old stomping. Wow, we went to really? the Big Marino. What a fucking letdown that is. Mm. Oh, it's like awesome. I thought. Like I honestly thought. I went to the Big Marino. I thought it'd genuinely. It's not that big. No. It's what one and a half two stories jeez tourists go, are hard to
3: please these yeah, days when you know, go inside
0: yeah. and you think oh there'll be this it's just a piss poorly made it's, it's a, it's a <laughs> metal <laughs> staircase with chicken see? wire and it's like almost paper <laughs> mash I thought I thought <laughs> it'd be like there'd be a visitor centre I thought there'd be like <laughs> history I thought, I
2: thought the big merino would have a history museum attached
0: to it big marino. Inside, What big big when you go inside the big merino it's just fucking chicken wire holding ca- concrete and it's a metal staircase. Hey, did you know? Did you
3: know that Big Marina used to be in the middle of Goulburn? but then, like when they did the bypass, the highway, they moved it out to the highway. No, did, I didn't know that. Do you know how they got it out there? <laughs> no. Big sheepdog.
2: <laughs> there you go, <laughs>
0: Goldman material. <laughs> there
4: you go.
0: That, that, I think based on that joke, you're going to be joining Todd Carney being banned, banned from, from, from Goldman. Hundredth the final episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. We, 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 I'd say we're going to end on a high note, but now we're got to <laughs> dig ourselves out of that sheep, <laughs> out of the sheep. No, out, I out just I was deep. expecting more. I thought all it essentially is is a. See the thing that fascinates that was, me. They weren't even selling. Like they were selling. Possum fur caps in there. What do you think it'd be? Fucking wool, not possum was it, was it a fucking
1: Davy Crockett center? Well, it was. And Jesus,
0: I saw Lord of the Bogans in there. This guy, like, it was a pretty cold day. It would have been about 15 degrees. A friend
1: of the show, Chris Franklin? No, 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 no,
0: no. This Chris, Chris would probably tip his hat to this bloke. <laughs> this bloke was probably about 160 kilos. Bald head with... Head and neck tattoos. Jesus, Head, like so. I was just like Ben Ben Bigelow. Yeah, well, yes, it was a tribute, and he's wearing stubby shorts and a short t-shirt and thongs, and it's fucking freezing. And he went up the Big Merino. So your problem with the Big Merino was the the, the guy visited it. Well, it was one <laughs> of the least. It was, of, it
2: was a myriad of. Well, and just
0: and just the, really the, really you, the thing
2: that
4: the thing they expect
0: is
2: called yeah, the Big Merino. You think it's called like, the, big bar, the Big Five? Like, it's all they are. Like, just. I've
0: seen the Big. I've, no, I've seen the big pineapple. I thought the big merino would have been a lot bigger. Like, I got up and was like, really? It's not That's big enough. I, well, it's not. I think, right, why I are that.
3: we not? It is bigger than a regular merino.
0: <laughs> well, true. yes, but it's not like one of those things that just make you go, oh, your jaw drops. Like I was expecting. What big
3: thing makes your jaw drop? <laughs> I mean, in the, in the, like, there's hundreds of them in Australia. Like, have yeah. you have you actually? The big por- been, like the lobster Have you, we, have have por- you been
0: awestruck by the big pineapple? Or I what, what, thought no,
2: I big banana. Like, that's I a lot bigger. Big, I love that one. That's I it.
0: thought the big merino would. I was expecting at least ten stories. <laughs> That's
2: pretty big You've be been
0: madly. Misinformed about big me. I mean this <laughs> is just <laughs> A fucking two story it was, it was Shit It was ten
2: stories You could <laughs> see <laughs> it From space for Christ, <laughs> Christ. Come on go We're on, a country look. We we make boro- look, They're like Look I can't say Goldman loves said Marina. I don't love them that much I mean they're not we that <laughs> insane They're <laughs> like Ten we, story we, Marina. You'd be like What the fuck are you they got I lives I go to Goldman Goldman was
0: We went to Goldman Because I Like Tim Rogers sings a song, The Paragon Cafe, about the cafe in Goulburn, and we went to the Paragon Cafe, and that was pretty damn good. Yeah. That was a good cafe. It was a ca- How
2: big was it? Come on.
0: It was pretty big. It was glorious. The menu was, there were so many options. You could have uh. had about 50 different options. It was, for a cafe, it was, and it was glitzy, so yeah. Tim Rogers gives a good shout. So we went yeah. there, I was happy, I thought, oh, we'll go see the big marina. So I had my expectations uh, up, and I'm
2: like, okay, really, yeah. that's it? Yeah. It's I, just it was
0: yeah, yeah. it was I, a gift shop I, I, and a set of stairs.
3: No, nah, this is indefensible. I had my expectations up to go and see <laughs> the big marina.
2: <laughs>
0: well, yeah, I, I, I think mean, I, mean, I think the
2: problem's your expectations. I think yeah, it should be renamed the medium sized
0: marina. Right. It's not a big marina. <laughs> Talk to me when you... if it's not 10 stories, I don't
2: want to know. Well, yeah. I'll tell
3: you what Mark, if you build it, they will come, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. If you bring a 10 you, if you build you, a you 10 get, story you know, marina. I
2: reckon like um James Packer might invest, you know, like if he put it on his fucking one of these uh, casinos. Clive I think Palmer. I got more chance with Clive, Clive, Clive Palmer. Oh, actually, that's yeah, be yeah, that shit. Clive yeah. is Clive uh, He's a dinosaur man, though. No, I but reckon. Just, what say, legislation... but, just,
3: but just tell him the Marino is a
0: dinosaur. Oh, you oh, yeah. what Legislation, have <laughs> they got maybe a repeal of the mining tax. He come with, he'll give his permission if <laughs> Abbott funds story. a ten-story big bimbo. <laughs> 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 yeah, I should get a job as Clive's policy advisor. I reckon that could fly. Yeah, there you you, you want the big merino to fly now? Oh my God! Just
3: nothing. sitting there doing nothing. It could be like a big zeppelin, like it, it could oh. be like a ten-story zeppelin covered in wool with horns, and you just send it off flying around the world. Big merino on tour. Merino the world tour. <laughs>
1: It sounds like another Hindenburg to me. But like, <laughs> oh, I, I don't
0: even think they want to get off the ground. I
1: don't think we put hydrogen. Maybe in we should should we start a
2: Kickstarter to to build a ten story merino.
0: What's the town near Goulburn that could be a uh, rival town?
2: You're gonna lose the Goulburn yes. audience. I mean, like, have you, been undercut." Like, I mean, admittedly, you had, you praise their cafe, so you got. I like no, a bit, I like the Paragon
0: Cafe, though. but I'm not I'm not the big.
2: Yeah, but now you're trying what's to undercut. Next, them? What's They're... the next town? Is it your, your, yes. your
0: area? Yes. So yes should build the even bigger merino. Then Goulburn, be go, oh, fuck <laughs> this one to extend. <laughs> we could just get Merino battles. It could oh,
3: be like I, I just reckon. Or... I just reckon you should build it in Canberra. Just stick it right next to Parliament House. It'd be awesome. Very dignified. You know
1: what it the Mildura Marino.
0: <laughs> Mildura Marina. that Merino. They, 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 they have the. Why haven't they got the big orange? Mildura's orange. You
3: I, I saw a light bulb go off over your head when you said that. <laughs> do, you know, do you know? what you know what'll work? Is the Mildura Marino? You got really excited. No, yeah, just, you sort of off. sparkle in your you eye. It's great. To, I
0: think. To be fair, it's got to be somewhere between Melbourne, Sydney, and Canberra because no one, Mildura's uh, fucking out of the. We've got, I've got relatives out there, and they're like,
3: come this! it's out of the way. <laughs> you, you're poo-pooing the stupidest fucking idea <laughs> about where we're going to put it. <laughs> it's like, I want it ten stories high. I want it to fly. what are we in the triangle I, between... I want it to fly. But Mildura, fuck you, that's just too outlandish.
0: <laughs> no, my, there was a stage when my sister was going to go and visit Mildura, and... I don't know about you guys when I travel I will not get on a small plane and the only flights to go to Mildura are on small planes so I won't do it and I'm like well I don't drive how am I going to get to fucking Mildura and it's a, <laughs> it's a 16 hour we'll fly you Try there on you. the Merino don't worry about no. it <laughs>
2: Well the, Majura, the it's
0: a small merino. It has to be a jumbo jet sized merino.
2: If the the merino's that big fly over, you'll see it. Like don't worry. Yeah, like, but, no, yeah, but, what, no, but the
0: planes that go Sydney to Adelaide, I don't think they fly oh. over Mildura. We need to I just think it needs to be it's somewhere a, more iconic. Exactly. Yeah, if
2: it's that good at Merino, they'll build a high-speed rail because they've got to bring the tourists in somehow. No, nah, nah, like,
0: there's more chance of me getting funding off Abbott for a ten-story Merino <laughs> than there is a high-speed okay, rail. Yeah, Let's be right. honest. It'd be a coal. It's a, coal it'd, fuel be a Coltrain, it'd be a coal train. It'd be a coal train. Coal
2: train. Yeah. I just say, well, they'll be to build. They'll build a big airport. Because, if the Merino is that special,
0: and it's going to save our tourism am nah, I'm No, I'm, I'm sorry, Lester. You've got. You've had a lot of good ideas in time. Mildura jurors off the
2: cards. <laughs> no. what, it's, it's got the same Pens letters as the start Merino, of each word. I don't understand. <laughs> fine. The fine.
4: Yeah, yeah.
0: Stuff, so. yeah. somewhere between. Mate, what about, I mean, the dog on the tucker box, that's not that impressive. Maybe no. you could get... That, that
2: is small. See, if you complained about that, i will be with
4: you. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's size. the dog on the tucker box
0: is more...
2: This is Australia. We don't do
3: life-size. like you know. Yeah, no. We don't. Yeah. Copper statues. No, nah, they're not our thing. They how are about, in Perth, the, um, over there how about
1: the big ammonitrate at Oxford Street? <laughs> <laughs> well, Oxford Street needs revising. You know, they could, Or the big E.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> excellent, excellent. I think that is that is what is going to lead this country out of the doldrums. More big More stuff. More big stuff.
2: Clive's onto it.
0: Well, Clive Thank God is. he's got
2: the balance of power in the Senate. It's going to save us. Where's the
0: Titanic going to be birthed? Has he said oh. that yet? I don't know.
3: Has that actually it, progressed at all? Well,
2: if you watch his DVD, his election DVD, had an entire thing where a bunch of people paid by him to build the Titanic, tell the world about how good it is. Apparently, it's coming on. Uh, what that means, whether it's just an election promise, and like any politician, we just it's never going to eventuate, I don't know, but yeah, they they enthusiastic in his Kim Jong Un propaganda it's a, it's video. A, it's yeah. Good
1: idea, if, as far as a draw. The whole world will be noticing yeah. that if it gets built.
2: So who who on earth would go on
0: the first voyage? Let's be honest. Maybe we, can, bunch, we can, a bunch of people looking to cash in on
3: life insurance. You know what we should do?
0: We should build the big iceberg. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just, you know, hey, Clive. It feels like you know, you know, you, know a politi- together, you know
2: you're a political on that joke. Like there's a joke about that, and you know you kind of like being a bit lazy as a comic when Clive Palmer steals a joke.
0: Or did he use? That?
2: Well. Well, Yeah, I mean, like, he just came up with it and himself. Clive Palmer can come up with it. It's not that good a joke, which is the joke is like, you know, I you know, once he's got an unsinkable ship, he's rebuilding really the Titanic, global warming melts all the ice, his ship's unsinkable. Clive Palmer said that. I said that on, like, you know, like I did that in the set and, you know, like, I was quite happy with it. Then Clive Palmer did it in a press conference. It's like, at the point at which your joke is so lame, Clive Palmer. No, no, can see, think I of think it. you're underestimating
0: it. Like, you know, you're a good comic. I'm a good comic. We're established. Neither of us has a billion in the bank. Now, Gina, you know she worked hard to inherit her millions. Clive's a self-made man. You know he had to lobby the politicians. He had to have fallings out. He made a billion dollars. So maybe, maybe, maybe Clive had that decision in his moment: Do I become a stand-up comic, or do I make billions? I think he's funny, off the cuff.
2: I reckon he's yeah. doing both. I, like, think, I, I think, think he's I, finally realised he not have it all. Like.
0: See, I think he's at that stage where I don't think. He's, I think he's, he's got to be a bit cluey to get to where he is, but I think he might be a bit mental as well, which we've worked with some comedians who have both, both strains of the, the side of the thing, so there you go. Maybe Clive Palmer could be our guest. Clive, if you're yeah, out there, sure. um, bring one of you, get one of your millions of cars. I wrote out Jackie Lambie. Jackie Lambie, I know. How do you say a name? Yeah, Jackie Lambie. Yeah. You know what, Clive? Let's, you're in Canberra. We'll meet you halfway. We'll go to Goulburn, Big Marino. We'll do a live podcast, podcast. at Big Marino? Marino, and we'll bring our sledgehammers down because before we build this big, we've the
3: got even a, bigger Marino. We've got a proposal for you, Clive. We're going to yeah, we're going to talk to you about and plans yeah, at the Big pitch. Marino.
1: I'm not saying Jackie Lambie's dumb, but she targeted Tasmania for the Aboriginal vote. <laughs> 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 Ladies
0: and gentlemen, <laughs> we've waited a
2: hundred episodes for that. <laughs> oh. uh, good old genocide joke. You can't get yeah, it that's wrong. why we keep doing this, ladies and gentlemen.
0: <laughs> oh, you think we do it for you, the fans? Yeah. No, we just do it so Just best. when <laughs> I Guessing thought it couldn't said, get any the creepier. Mix. There it is. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys so much for listening in this podcast. It really <laughs> wouldn't be possible without Dave Keishin. Dave, sorry for getting you deported. I hope you're enjoying Ireland. Um, you should start a podcast, buddy, over there. I like to hear ah oh, yes to potatoes. How are you going over there? Uh, I could, I should just email him, not just give him my shout outs on there. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for listening to 100 episodes. Um, big shout out before we go, um, Jasmine Langdon, our intern. Hello, Jasmine. Thank you for all your help. Um, love the jazz. Love you, jazz. Good news, ladies and gentlemen. If you follow her blog, jazz. Just search Jasmine Langdon, comedian. She's got a blog. She's doing well. She's out of hospital. I went and visited her on the second last day in hospital. She's doing well. Um, She's fighting that cancer hard, and hopefully she'll be on the show sooner rather later. So big shout out to Jasmine. And also everyone else who's helped along the way. Dave Keishin, producer Dave, who's been deported to Ireland. Carrie Hardy, Josh Cohen, Cesar Kaiser, and all the guests. Jonas Holt. Jonas Holt. Jonas hasn't helped with the podcast. He's a great guy, but he hasn't actually done anything for the podcast.
3: Lester just, just, Lester just wanted to give a shout just out. Just give random
0: <laughs> shout outs to people. Anyone else you got there, Ralph? Har- oh, big, big shout out to Robert Hughes. Lester wouldn't have had much to say without you.
3: Lester says, big shout out to my defence attorney, <laughs>
0: <laughs> who defends the defence. So big shout, a big shout out to Ryan and Le- Ryan and Lester who've done the hard yards as well. Thank you, Carlo, for coming along, and thank you guys. It's been a fun episode. Hopefully, we'll get to episode 101. But you never know. No, we'll be there. We'll record that next week. So thanks, guys, for listening. If you like this podcast, go back and listen some of the past episodes we've talked about. Um, tell your friends about us. Subscribe if you're on iTunes. Tweet to us. Tell us, tweet at Comedy on Edge. Tell us what you like or don't like about the podcast. Um, unless, of course, you're a lawyer who wants to sue us for one of Lester's many, many slanderous comments. In that case, don't tweet us. So thank you guys for listening. And I guess, Ryan, hit the music.